0: You are listening to Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lab from KFGO.com. My name is Ryan Jenke. I'm here with Corey Litton. This is the May 19th edition of Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lab. Corey, how are you doing? Great. Happy opening weekend. Happy opening weekend. <laughs> Feels great to say that. <laughs> yeah. Finally finally yes. we're deep into may already
1: yeah i mean uh i've kind of looked back uh i i keep uh somewhat of a record of how many races i've gone to in the last somewhat. several years somewhat yes, yeah, <laughs> somewhat it's not as detailed as some other announcers that i know of ruben morales but uh um, <laughs> I've actually gone back and looked in the last several years. It's this is about normal for opener yeah. It's about you know mid to late May. Okay, so it, it yeah, it's usually right around Mother's Day to you know a couple of weeks after that. That's about the the buffer the window that we get for opening weekends. Okay, well we've
0: got. A lot lined up. We've got some NASCAR news. We uh, have a little fun. uh, We're going to have a little fun with the paint schemes because it was throwback weekend last weekend. That's right. We've got some uh, World of Outlaws news to talk about. We've got uh, IndyCar. We've got local racing. We've got, we'll get you caught up on what's
1: coming up this coming weekend got all kinds of stuff so let's just get after it all kinds of great goodies sunday may 14th the goodyear 400 at darlington raceway in darlington south carolina 293 laps the total distance in this one uh set to be the total distance um it went a little (laughs) over a little bit again uh stage one was 90 laps and of course this is the, the the throwback weekend for nascar racing which is always fun and darlington raceway always puts on some pretty spectacular races because you know why it wasn't designed. The track wasn't designed by a computer. No. It was designed by I and it, it doesn't have anything redeeming as far as, you know, w- or it doesn't have anything easy. Right. I-, I shouldn't say redeeming. The redeeming quality is, I mean, you uh, run alongside the wall, so you don't hit it as hard is yeah. what I've been told. Uh, um, but yeah, it was designed by I. Originally, the racetrack was set to run around the inside of it where it was flat. Okay. The banking was just a safety feature. Okay. Uh, but then they realized we can go way faster on that. So <laughs> yeah. they, so they ran up there and yeah, it's, it's abrasive. It's odd shaped. Yeah. um, And it's beautiful. That's what yeah. I love about it. Yep. Um, Cause it's like I said, it's not a cookie cutter. It's R- not designed by a computer or anything like that. R- it's unique. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yep. But well, starting on stage number one with the 90 laps, Bubba Wallace and Martin Truex Jr. fought hard to lead the first lap on NASCAR's annual throwback weekend with Wallace leading lap number one, but Truex, uh, Truex took the lead on lap number two. Truex Jr. built up an almost two-second lead over Wallace, but that quickly evaporated when Truex Jr. caught traffic. The race's first caution came out for possible fluid on lap 38, and the pits quickly filled up. Winning the race out was Truex Jr. followed by William Byron, Bubba Wallace, Daniel Suarez, Ross Chastain rounding up the top five. Truex Jr. led the field back to green in lap 44, and by lap 50, had already built up a one-second lead over Wallace. Truex Jr. would lead all but the first, er, well, the first lap of stage number one to take the stage win over William Byron, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Kevin Harvick, Tyler Reddick, and Christopher Bell all earning the stage points. That takes us to stage number two.
0: Yes, 95 laps, stage breaks, mean pit stops, and winning the race out, you guessed it, Martin Truex Jr., but just barely over William Byron and followed by Brad Keselowski, Ross Chastain, and Kyle Busch. The race went back to green on lap 99, and once again, Martin Truex Jr. left the field in the dust. Green flag pit stops started on... The 46th lap of the stage, and when they cycled through on lap 53, Truex junior reassumed the lead with 35 laps to go in the stage. Ross Chastain was able to get by Truex Jr. cleanly. Oh, come on! I didn't, pre- <laughs> I didn't pre-read this. Hey, I was really nice with this. <laughs> it, it was, it, it Truex got by. And took over the lead from Martin Truex Jr. Truex Jr. took a shot to win the stage, but spun out to avoid lapping his teammate Daniel Suarez, causing Chastain to hit the wall. He then bounced into the right front of Truex, and that's what spun him out. Chastain won stage two with Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, William Byron, Brad Kozlowski, Christopher Bell, Kevin Harvick, Ryan Blaney, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Martin Truex Jr. All getting stage points. That takes us to the race to the finish.
1: And... and you just to say, if you if you keep skipping some of the stuff that I write down for you, it's just only going to make me encourage me to write worse. Well, I, uh, <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, early in the race, Kyle Larson's car fell off the jack. Uh, again, this is uh, 108 laps here. His his car fell off the jack in the pits, causing him to fall back to 28th. He almost lost all of the positions. But uh, in true Larson form, he rallied back uh, and with the aid of a great stage break pit stop, found himself in the top of the standings ahead of Chastain, Bush, Byron, and Harvick. On lap one, uh, the lap 194 restart, Eric Jones lost a right rear tire causing him to spin in a big pileup right behind him. All the other drivers involved were Austin Sindrick, Austin Dillon, Michael McDowell, Todd Gilliland, Noah Gregson, Ty Gibbs, Ryan Newman, and Daniel Suarez. By the way, honorable mention, Todd Gilliland, for an Elton Sawyer throwback. Yeah. I I wouldn't have thought of that in many (laughs) years, (laughs) that Elton Sawyer would get get paid tribute to. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, The race restarted with 93 laps to go. Chastain getting the jump and crowding Larson up to the wall. I am being nice here. (laughs) Larson conceded the spot, causing him to drop back to fourth. Kyle Busch took over the, uh, over second and went on the attack. With 84 laps to go, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. brought out the race as fifth caution when he spun out in turn number four. That brought everyone to pit road. Chastain won the race out, followed by Busch, Byron, Larson, and Keselowski. Chastain led the field back to green with 78 laps to go. Three laps later, Busch got into the turn two wall, causing him to drop back to fourth. Green flag pit stop started with 47 laps remaining when they completed... With 30 laps to go, Kyle Larson took the race lead back over. So two good uh, pit stops in a row there by the by the uh, five team mm-hmm. out there. So good work by them. They kind of made up for their, their <laughs> issue. Uh, caution flag, number six flew with 18 laps to go, and Ryan Newman spun out of turn number four. That brought everyone to the pits once again with Larson winning the race out, followed by Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, Joey Logano, and Martin Truex Jr. rounding out the top five. When the race went green with 13 laps to go, a massive accident broke out when Martin Truix Jr. and Joey Logano got together in turns one and two, causing the track to become blocked. This resulted in several cars becoming involved, including Tyler Reddick, Chase Elliott, Brad Keselowski, Eric Almirola, Kevin Harvick, and Ryan Blaney. Chastain was ruled the leader over Larson when the caution came out as he was ahead uh, at the scoring loop and when the, the light came on. Uh, That set up a restart with six laps to go, but the caution would fly again when Chastain slid up across the nose of Kyle Larson, ending both of their chances for victory. This set up overtime and handed the lead to William Byron. Byron took off on the restart and cruised to his third victory of the year over Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, Brad Keselowski, Bubba Wallace, Harrison Burton, Kyle Busch, Justin Haley, Ryan Blaney, and Chris Bush to round out the top 10. Kyle Larson finished in the 20th spot. Ross Chastain finished in 29th.
0: Yes, and uh, that leaves us with point standings. Ross Chastain is still in the lead with 429. Christopher Bell is in second, 27 points back. Third is Kevin Harvick, 29 points behind in the fourth spot. Denny Hamlin, 36 points back. And William Byron is in the fifth spot, 42 points back in point standings.
1: And the ratings look like this. FS1 earned a 1.43 rating with 2.689 million viewers compared to NBC getting a 0.46 and 715,000 viewers for the Indy road course race. It was NASCAR's fifth straight week of ratings increases and the number two sport of the weekend behind the NBA playoffs. So, yeah, it's not really dead, all you haters. NASCAR (laughs) is alive and well. All figures according to Adam Stern on Twitter.
0: All right. Next up is this Sunday, uh, May 21st. That's the NASCAR All-Star Race. That'll be at North Wilkesboro Speedway in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. The Open is at 4.30. The race scheduled start time. At seven o'clock. That is central.
1: Yes. And I can't wait to see uh, see the cup cars back out there. I've been watching a lot of the, the uh, late model stuff that they've been having out there, late models, uh, the pavement late model racing they've been having lately, where uh, they've been having that on flow racing. And a lot of the NASCAR drivers have been racing in, in this uh, race. Fun fact uh, the other day, so Chad McCombie started on the outside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Okay. And if you remember who Chad McCombie is? No. He played Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the movie 3. Oh, okay. And Chad McCombie beat the guy that he acted as in, in the race. Wow. I think he that's, ended up like 8th and Jr. was somewhere around 16th. That, so that, That's pretty it's cool. kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Dale Jr. should have taken up acting yeah. like, a, <laughs> like a race car driver again or that. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we had, it was throwback
0: weekend, which means there was uh, throwback color schemes, car schemes. It was kind of fun. Um, you had the great idea to rank them. Yes. Our favorites.
1: I didn't really put mine in any specific order. I didn't um, I, didn't I just put picked, mine either. I just picked the five that I liked. Okay. But I, they're pretty close to about the order <laughs> that they're in. Um, I like, the, of course, Brad Keselowski's Castrol GTX John Force uh, influence scheme. Yep. That was one of them, and of course, sentimental favorite for me, of course, will be the uh, Ryan Blaney, Dave Blaney World of Outlaws Championship car. Yeah, you know that one didn't make my list, but it was a pretty nice car. Um, there are a couple of things that I wish they would have done with it. I wish they would have done the uh, the the font for the number in the same font as as that uh, mm-hmm. as the, what that car looked like. Because um, Dave Blaney's numbers were always forward facing numbers, like they leaned forward. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they, they had the color wasn't the same. Like it, it was the Menards yellow. It wasn't the like safety yellow as they call it. Or instead of the actual yellow from the Vivarin colors back in the day and the, that old Casey Luna Ford that, that uh Dave Blaney ran. But uh that's a sentimental one that makes it into my top five. Uh the Joey Logano Mark Donahue uh tribute scheme too, that AMX javelin and throwback to the first uh win for uh for Penske. That was always, that's a cool one. That red, white, and blue one. Mm-hmm. They did that one real well. Um, Daniel Suarez, Quaker State Ricky Rudd car. I thought that one was really good. That goes to what I was saying earlier, where they used the original colors, they used the original scheme and the font that they had for the number. Yeah. Which I think was what made that one really stick out. In, yep. That one really, was nice too. That uh, that one didn't make my list, but that was another cool one. it's That's one that I really liked. Uh, and then, of course, Chase Elliott's Bill Elliott, Everingham Motor, Motorsports uh, throwback. Yeah. Um, that one was uh, that one was a pretty cool one the, from 2003. Yeah, um, when Dodge first got back into racing before they 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 left again. But uh, yeah, I, I thought that was a good one because you know I always like it when they when the drivers pay tribute to their fathers or or family members like that, especially when it's done right. Yeah.
0: Yep. The, that was that was a good one. That one made my list uh, um, as well as Brad uh, Brad Keselowski. I mentioned that earlier, I uh, we disagreed on this one. Um, the Kevin Harvick, sunny D car, I thought was really neat.
1: It really wasn't a throwback. It was, I mean, it had the design, but it wasn't the same colors. And and is it really a throwback when you didn't run the car? I mean, it was, it was a concept. I get it. it. it, it, It's, um, I really didn't, didn't like that one didn't make my list for, for good ones. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: I, uh, I did like the, uh, Ryan Newman's car, the, yeah. the, the, uh, biohaven, um, that was uh, a throwback to um, his old mobile car. The, yeah, the old mobile car, which I liked with you know, Jeremy Mayfield and Rusty Wallace when they drove those those schemes. I thought they were pretty cool. Uh, and then I also, uh, and not because he's my driver, <laughs> I did like Ross Chastain's uh, UPS throwback because I did like Dale uh, Dale Jarrett, and I liked just I thought the, the car looked cool.
1: Yeah, it was really nice to have have him, uh, you know, because Dale Jarrett was always one of the nicest and cleanest drivers ever, so I, mean, I was hoping it would stick with the driver that took the paint scheme. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Why don't we move on to ones that we <laughs> hated? All right. <laughs> Mine was the uh, Ty Gibbs-Joe Gibbs Hall of Fame car. I thought that was a swing and a miss. Okay. Um, but, I mean, what what can you really do for a throwback when you, when you get the number 54? Uh, I mean, he, yeah. he could have done like an old uh, with Gibbs. It could have been anything, you know. There's so many iconic paint schemes that they had with that group, but they didn't really bring that one. They bring anything of those out. They just brought the the Hall of Fame car from the year that Joe Gibbs was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it right now. Um, it, yeah, it, it was nothing. Uh, nothing that I hated, but uh, it was not nothing that. I thought was really neat. The one that I couldn't, uh, that I disliked, which is kind of different, because of the fact that the color, the color palette was pretty close to <laughs> the Dale, the Dale Jarrett one, but the Country Croc one, for whatever reason, it kind of turned my stomach a little bit. It's got like the buttery whatever. Is that a croissant? I don't even know what's on. The... I think that's what that's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, it, it churned something, but it was more my stomach <laughs> than, than anything. So I didn't. I didn't like that one. Um, but I do think overall, even the ones that I disliked, I thought it was a a neat uh, a neat idea to do the throwback weekend.
1: I don't. You know, I don't think it's a it's a terrible thing to repeat schemes. Yeah. Um, like. Uh, one that didn't really hit the mark for me again was uh was the or also was the uh the old Richard Petty throwback one, mm. because as far as I'm concerned, if you're not doing any of the red, white, and blue S T P color cars, is it really that great of a of a Petty throwback? Yeah, I mean if you're gonna, I mean they painted the roof on there to make it look like it had a vinyl top on there, but uh, that's still not enough. The Jeff Gordon throwback one was kind of cool, but. It wasn't a paint job chrome illusion colored one like it like it was back in the day. So it didn't really come up. It just looked kind of like a turd going around.
0: Yeah, I was kinda of hoping that they would have done that because that would have been pretty sweet.
1: But, it, it did kind of change colors, but it wasn't as vibrant as the original car because it was a sticker with that, right. that technology in it. So it didn't didn't really have sure. Didn't pop as good as it could have.
0: Yeah. But yeah. So um yeah, neat neat idea. Glad they do it. Um, we'll see what they come up with next time. So Uh, We had some World
1: of Outlaws uh, racing action going on. That's right. Friday, May 12th, the Williams Grove Speedway, Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. It was the second time that the Outlaws had a chance to go up against the uh, Pennsylvania Posse with, uh, I believe, Anthony Mackery getting the first win uh, in the Outlaws versus Posse battle out there. But this one would be... uh, Pretty easy to decide right away. The big cat Brad Sweet took off on the start and had built up over a two-second lead on Rico Abreu till the caution waved in lap number five. That was for Sam Haferteep Jr. spinning out in turns three and four. Rico took a shot at Sweet for the lead on the restart, but Sweet fought him off and checked out on the field again. Sweet had a massive lead wiped out again, though, when Brock Zierfoss slowed with 11 laps to go. Sweet got another great restart, but uh, caution would wave again a lap 16 for Robbie Price spinning out in turn number two. Sweet again ran away as Brent Marks took over second. That was a sh- that was a chance for the posse to score one again. Uh, Donnie Schatz took over third right at the same time, and that's how it would end though with Brad Sweet taking the win by three seconds over his uh, for his second Williams Grove win and his fourth of the season over Brent Marks and Donnie Schatz. Yes,
0: and that leaves us with the point standings looking like this. Brad Sweet in the number one spot with 2,664. Behind him in the second spot, David Gravel, 36 points back. Carson Macedo is forty six points behind in third. Logan Shuhart, one hundred and twenty six points back, and fourth in fifth is Sheldon Hoddenshield Shield, one hundred and eighty four points behind. And Donnie Shots up to sixth. Hey, a couple wins and he's yeah, in this thing. Yep, one hundred and eighty six points back in the sixth spot.
1: And you know we've seen it already where the uh, there has been some shakeups in the top of the points because the parity is so big this year. And uh, leading up to this year there's been so many drivers that have come up and just kind of you know popped yeah. the old uh, the old uh, standard people right in the nose <laughs> yep <laughs> and taken some big wins and uh, there there's been some tough races for like Brad Sweet and David Gravel so in Carson Macedo especially so the the top 3 at any moment I mean they yeah. could have a bad night and you know then all of a sudden you know, Sheldon Hoddenshield or Donnie Shots or Logan Shootheart are right into it. So
0: right, and uh, Donny, uh, one hundred eighty six points back in sixth. In the fifth spot, Sheldon Hoddenshield, one hundred eighty
1: four. So
0: he's three points out of a clean fifth spot. Right, top yeah. five.
1: Yeah, he's right up near the top five. So yeah. it, this is it. Doesn't look great that great on paper, but it actually is a lot better than it looks. Well, for, for Shots,
0: just a couple of weeks ago, he was in in the teens.
1: Yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, I believe actually three weeks ago, he's a ninth uh, yeah. and he was still quite a bit behind, but he's, right. he's gained some ground. All right. What's coming up next for the sprint cars, Friday, May 19th, Attica Raceway Park in Attica, Ohio, and Saturday, May 20th, Sharon Speedway in Hartford, Ohio. Uh, late models coming up here for them. They have Friday, May 19th will be, that's tonight, tonight actually, Marion Center Raceway, Marion Center, Pennsylvania. In Saturday, May twentieth, Port Royal Speedway, Port Royal, Pennsylvania, which is, um, if you have the the uh, World of Outlaws game, you can play along with at
0: home. Nice, that's it's fun. Uh, and and going back to. Uh Going back to the uh, race at Darlington, I always remember that from the NASCAR races. That was a bugger to race that
1: one. <laughs> and, and you know, I race Port Royal on uh, the World of Outlaws, game pretty close to the way most people race. <laughs> race Darlington, where you just race it up along the wall. Yeah, um, I actually use the wall in the uh, for some reason in the late model. I can't get the thing to go straight down the straightaways. Sure. It just wants to turn or spin out and go right into the inside wall or into the <laughs> infield. So I just kind of. Put the right rear up on the up on the on the wall yeah. as I go down there, and it keeps me going straight. It scrubs <laughs> off a little bit of speed, but not enough to make a difference. Uh, it might be because I have all the the easy settings on, and <laughs> and I just you know stomp on it. So yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the same way that I raced Dar- Darlington also on, on the NASCAR game that I have, too. <laughs> All right, we had IndyCar racing, too. So Saturday, May 13th, the GMR Indy Grand Prix at Indianapolis Motor Speedway at the road course in Speedway, Indiana. Alex Pillow is in a different time zone when he won on the Indy road course by almost 17 seconds on Saturday. Close race. Very close race. <laughs> uh, Palou led 52 of the 85 total laps in route to his first win of the season. Pato Award finished in second. Alexander Rossi rounded out the podium, and with that win, that put Alex Pelot into the point lead, 174 points right there in the number one spot. Pato awards six points behind in second. In third, Marcus Erickson, the defending Indy 500 champion, who is 19 points back. Then in fourth, it was Roman Grosjean, who is 40 points back. In fifth, Scott McLaughlin, 41 points back. Well, what's next for them? Oh, a little old race on Sunday, May 28th. That's the one hundred and seventh Indianapolis five hundred. I've heard of that one. You know, like uh, we still have that audio from that from the the record. We should do something with that. Yeah, we yeah. should we should bring back like, at least the
0: ending on there. <laughs> yeah, I th- that that sounds like a good idea. They yeah, they're off this weekend, and then it's May twenty eighth, the Indy five hundred. Yeah, so. the, mo-
1: the month of May, it's where they're going to be having qualifying, carburation day, all the, all the different practices and everything. Uh, uh, it's the greatest spectacle in racing. Yep, it's good times. Hey, we had local racing, too. That's right. Friday, May 12th, Fiesta City Speedway, Montevideo, Minnesota. Great wings and the Duffy's out there. <laughs> um, Matt Everts won in the Midwest Modifieds. Braden Brower won in the Street Stocks. Trevor Nelson got career win number 100 in the Super Stocks. Jordan Tollickson won in the late models, and Shane Sabraski won in the modifieds. I think that's the 870-some wins for him, or 30, or whatever. It's Once wow. you get over a certain point. He always, he always hops up another 100 wins a year, it seems.
0: All right, then they raced at Princeton Speedway, Princeton, Minnesota. The Fort Ripley Rocket, Jake Hageman won in the sport mods. Dan McIntoon won in the stock cars. Robert Holquist won in the mod fours. Billy Heron won in the Hobby Stocks. Justin Dose won in the Sport Compacts. And Chad Porter took the win in the Modifieds.
1: That does it for Friday, Saturday, May 13th. Devil's Lake Speedway, Crary, North Dakota. Joe Armstrong, not to be confused with Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. He won in the Pier Stocks. Adam Sobolik won in the uh, non-wing sprint cars. And I've been hearing some rumors around that he might be... There might be somebody that's willing to give up a ride in, in like a, a full-blown 410 sprint car really? for him Uh give it a shot he's a good racer i've seen him run he's he's pretty good uh seth close strike in the street stocks austin hunter one in the midwest modifieds and brody trough group and in the nlra late model main event
0: all right then north central speedway in Brainerd, minnesota <laughs> Uh, Dexton Coke won in the Super Stocks. Bud Martini won in the Sport Mods. Dustin Holquist won in the Mod 4s. Tim Otterness took the win in the Hobby Stocks. Jenna Hageman won in the Sport Compacts. Be the sister of the Fort Ripley Rocket, Jake Hageman. That's awesome. Dan McIntoon won in the Stock
1: Cars. And Sean Fletcher in the Modifieds. i got to give you some credit here because, you know... The two races in a row. You've had these two tracks that are pretty much sister tracks to each other. Yeah, with uh, Princeton and North Central. He had, you know, the toughest name to pronounce <laughs> in both of them, and he nailed it both times with Dan McEntoon. Uh Funny story about him is he uh, had an accident at the Super Nationals in Boone where he ended up hitting one of the light poles, and the light, like the lights, fell off and fell onto the car. Really? Yeah. Um, I have the shirt of it that says, "I sat on the pole at the Super Nationals and was lights out." <laughs> That's <laughs> a pretty funny one. That's good. Moving on to Sunday, May 14th, Granite City Motor Park in Sauk Rapids, Minnesota. Caden Woody won in the street stocks, and that's one of his first wins, too. I, I don't I don't know if he's... I think he won one out in Fergus last year at the I-94 EMR Speedway. Defending national champion Jake Smith, he won in the Midwest Modifieds. Tyler Larson won in the Mod Fours. Dennis the Menace Zek won in the Super Stocks. Ryan Gurky won in the Modifieds. And Nathan Cole won in the Hornets.
0: All right, then we went to the Nodak Speedway in Minot, North Dakota. Gabe Deshaw won in the Sport Mods. Will Shiresky won in the Stock Cars. Chris Yost in the Sport Compacts. Caden Appelt won in the Hobby Stocks. And the Dark Horse, Travis Hagen, won in the Modifieds.
1: I was kind of watching a little bit of that on Darn TV. They had a good broadcast of that. And, you know, they got that race done really quickly. So it was oh really? pretty awesome. It's it's really good when you can you you know you you can probably do get some stuff done around the house when you're done watching the races. That's it's kind of <laughs> nice. Um, we've got to give an attaboy boy out again to Fargo's Tim Estensen, who headed off to Off Road Speedway in Norfolk, uh, Nebraska on Saturday. He charged up from seventh and got the win in a last lap pass. The win was his first in the year racing in the 360 Sprint Car and second of the year so far. So ad boy there, Timmy Estensen, awesome. One of our go kart. Uh, uh, track uh, graduates
0: that's good times that's awesome awesome to hear and uh what's happening next tonight that's friday may the 19th red river valley speedway inax legends meet and greet in west fargo that starts at seven o'clock ten dollars for adults five dollars for kids the i-94 emr speedway wissota late models late model challenge series in fergus falls that's got a seven o'clock Start time. River City Speedway, the Wayne Anderson Cup Qualifier, Grand Forks, 7 o'clock start time. Dakota Speedway, Mandan, again, 7 o'clock. Brown County Speedway in Aberdeen, South Dakota, 7 o'clock start time. Fiesta City Speedway, Montevideo, Minnesota, 7 o'clock start time. And in Princeton Speedway, Princeton,
1: Minnesota, 7 o'clock. They'll be taking taking the flag. We got options Saturday, May 20th, Jamestown Speedway test and tune in Jamestown, North Dakota, three o'clock start time for that Viking Speedway has a super stock special in Alexandria, 630 start time Ogilvy Raceway with Soda late model challenge series in Ogilvy, Minnesota, 630 start time there. Devils Lake Speedway is a regular night uh, night of racing out there in Crary, North Dakota, seven o'clock North Central Speedway. They're, uh, in Brainerd, their second night of racing in the season, 6.45 start time there.
0: All right, then we'll cap the weekend off on Sunday, May the 21st. Buffalo River Speedway season opener in Glendon. That's a 6 o'clock start time. Glendon, Minnesota, of course. Granite City Motor Park Kids Night in Sauk Rapids, Minnesota, 6 o'clock start time. Bemidji Speedway Test in Tune in Bemidji, Minnesota, 1 o'clock start time there. Casino Speedway season opener in Watertown, South Dakota. They'll get going at 6.30. And then Nodak Speedway Magic City Dirt Series in Minot, North Dakota. 6 o'clock start
1: time. The Playground of Power, as Larry (laughs) McFally used to call it. I like it.
0: it. I like (laughs) it. Uh, That's good times. Uh, I just saw Larry was in the news here recently. That's
1: right. Yeah, he... uh, I mean, I know we broke this story back in in, uh, January. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's it's making the rounds again that he is uh he has resigned uh, as the announcer out at the uh, Nodak Speedway so uh he's he's uh but, yeah everyone kind of realizes it, it uh, and all of a sudden it's like Larry's not here <laughs> and yeah and, and Larry
0: is a listener so uh, Larry uh, uh thanks for listening and uh uh we really love you around here checkers and Wreckers victory lap so we wish you all the best
1: i know he's gonna get the chance now he was talking about it i saw i saw a comment on facebook where he uh was gonna be uh, you know making the rounds a little bit and making a couple of different racetracks this year so hopefully we can get him to to announce at all of the racetracks in north dakota at one point by the time that this season is done that would be i'll neat. see if i can work my magic if i have any uh <laughs> to get him in at a, at a couple of the racetracks that he needs to to knock off that list All right, that takes
0: care of this week's episode of Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. Remember, you can find Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap wherever you get your podcasts, and you can go to kfgo.com and find them there. Let a friend know. Let them know that they should like and subscribe, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. That's what the kids are all saying. And you can find Corey every Friday morning at 640 on 790 AM, 104.7 FM, or at kfgo.com. Hey, we've got a really neat app now that's working fantastic. The, I've been using it. The K, Yeah, the KFGO uh, app. You can listen to us live. Uh, you can also find all the podcasts, including Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap. So check out the app, and get that downloaded on your phone. You can bring us with you wherever you go. So until next time, I'm Ryan Janke for Corey Litton. This is Checkers and Records Victory Lab. See ya.